Believe it or not, folks, there is more that ScarJo and I have in common besides the fact that we got the boobs, the blondness, and that we're devilishly charismatic. Yes, no. But wait, there's more. I, too, have been screwed over by Disney for my small yet valid work on the movie Black Widow. Mm -hmm. It is true. Now, you guys have been wanting to hear an episode on this whole debacle, ScarJo suing Mickey Mouse's little hippity-hoppity mouse house ass. And given the fact that I was on the set of Black Widow, which you guys know, recently interviewed the director, sat down with ScarJo and fed her hot chocolate, pretty much, on the set, I have my feelings. Okay. And before I get into it, I'm going to give a shout out to the other requests this week for episode topics. One of them being the Olympics, the other being Cuomo. Now the Olympic, let me just like address this and get this out of the way real quick. Okay. The Olympics, I don't know. It's the sports. They're probably woke every five seconds. I'm getting another notification. It is what it is. I will say though, go Simone Biles. I'm all here for it. Like go girl, do what you got to do. And then as far as Cuomo, what episode do you want? He's, he's a loser. He's look, you know that I'm not about, I'm not about to condone name calling trolling, but this man is an angry little elf loser. And I'm over it. That's, that's the app on that. Like, what else do you want to know? Loser. Like, I hope him and Chris go circle jerk each other until the end of time. Bye. Okay. So ScarJo. Yes, yes, yes. She and I, soul sisters in many ways. Okay. So to get you up to speed quickly, before I tell you how Mickey Mouse screwed me in the asshole, Actually, not not nearly as much as this, but still, it's a parallel experience, okay? Here's the sitch. ScarJo is suing Disney, these greedy motherfuckers, because <laughs> that I'm trying to curse less than it is doing. I'm doing very well at that. Also, I am on one today because I did not get much sleep last night. I just got my COVID vaccine, which... I did not want to get, but you know, Delta can also suck a bag of dicks and circle jerk the Cuomo's as well as de Blasio, who also is in my asshole. So it is what it is. So lucky for you, your treats. I am on one today. Okay. So ScarJo, she sues the shit out of them. Well, plans on it because Disney went ahead and put Black Widow, her standalone Marvel movie on Disney plus which she claims was not in her contract. And you may be asking, Taylor, what's the difference? These stars get paid a shit ton. What does it matter to them? Well, here's the thing. She had a base pay of $20 million, which Disney, which is more petty than your middle school run-of-the-mill locker room, okay? I'm talking about the girls section. Those bitches are vicious. Put her salary on blast. And you're thinking, okay, $20 million. But here's the thing. She was supposed to get like most stars in their contracts, extra bonuses, depending on how well it does in the box office. So her team is claiming Disney was like, fuck this bitch bypass right by her, put it on Disney plus. Like I said, greedy. 
And uh, it screwed her, they're saying, out of basically 50 million extra dollars that she would have gotten in bonuses. Now, Disney retaliating, like I said, very petty and savage and vindictive, put out a statement literally running this woman over like a tractor trailer. Okay, I'm talking an 18 wheeler in this bitch. They attack her character. They say there's no merit whatsoever to this, that they, you know, that they did not mess up the, the contract. Um, breach of contract. Sorry, it's in my notes as the official uh, thing. And then this is some mean girl shit. And then they were like, oh, geez, what? obvious blatant disregard for the pandemic that scarlet must have because we have to put the movie on streaming on disney plus so putting her salary on blast putting her character on blast and saying she didn't give a shit about the pandemic okay the audacity now here's the thing and i probably should have said this earlier in the intro but i just got so carried away in the depths of like Biden's chamber of sleep. Okay. Everybody's talking about this. Everybody's talking about it in the conversation right now. And I checked every one under the sun. I checked every blog, every newsletter, and everybody is kind of talking about what is this going to look like for streaming platforms and movies moving forward. And of course, they're bringing the woman aspect into it, which I'm going to talk about. But I personally feel, as huge, they are missing the point. They're missing the bigger picture here. And you know what? This is nothing new to you folks. I'm going to take you on a journey today that may not be where you expect to explore this, okay? With personal anecdotes of my own so yeah super petty super petty and you know what it is I this is like this is really and I know you guys see I've been on the other end of this like I told you guys a story of when a suitor in middle school maybe high school gave me a necklace and I was such a, I pulled such a Disney I straight up threw that shit out the window on the school bus I had zero chill couldn't even wait to get home okay this is like in an equivalent of that, what Disney is pulling right now, it is like that boyfriend or girlfriend who literally breaks up with you right before Valentine's Day, your birthday, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, what Thanksgiving to avoid getting you a gift. Like that is what this is like, because we know D Scarlett Johansson's not going to be working for Disney anymore, but she's clearly like, I don't give a shit. Give me my money that I so rightfully deserve, which I totally agree with her. Okay. So that is the situation. And you guys know that I have talked about Disney before in many of episodes and I, like, I'm, I'm not in therapy, but I probably will enter and remain in there until the end of time because they keep me awake at night. I'm so scared of them. Their power and their reach is literally into the depths of the earth and it scares the shit out of me. And I'm going to talk about that too. Okay. So, oh, you're probably wondering, wait, Taylor, how did you get screwed over by Disney? Well, friend, I am so glad you asked. By the way, Blue is back, my microphone, that um, it's not going to be invited to the Cuomo Circle Jerk because uh, we are busy that year. So here's Blue. Okay. The reason that I got screwed is because, as you know, I was on the set of Black Widow for Fandango. And my deal with Fandango, here's how, I don't know if I can be saying any of this, but you know, I air it out in this mother 
so the roof is on fire, as Nellie would say. So let's get it cracking. I'm just going to air it out and tell you whatever comes, comes. I'm already ready for Disney to come, like, put me in a garbage. So it's fine. I have a deal with them where, and I think this goes for most of their freelancers and a lot of freelancers in general, where you go to the visit the movie set. In this case, it was London. And a lot of the times the movie doesn't even come out for a year later. In this case, because of COVID, it was five centuries later. And how they do it is you write two pieces at a, a couple, I won't give you an exact number, a couple hundred dollars per piece. But here's the catch. Okay. You only get paid once the pieces run, once you submit them and they are going out, blasting off into the interweb. And I already had written a post because Disney, what they did was we interview, you interview when you go on a set visit, almost everybody who's part of the movie who happens to be on the set and available that day. So we talked to Florence Pugh, we talked to Scar Joe, did not talk to David Harbour, but like literally it'll be down to the costume designer, like the guy plumbing the toilets. I mean, it is like, it is a full 360 experience. Okay. And they, these people, because the movie keeps getting pushed back and pushed back, they ultimately say, okay, we're going to lift. And also, if you guys know what an NDA is, like you give your blood, semen, eggs, you give it all to these people because you can talk about it before they lift the embargo, which means you can talk about it. Okay. So somewhere along this abyss and this timeline, they lift the embargo where we can only write and talk about our interviews with Scarlett and Florence Pugh. Fair enough. Okay. So a post goes up with the interview with the two leading ladies. Okay. So post number one submitted, paid for, good. All right. So I'm waiting and waiting. I'm like, when's the second embargo going to be lifted, guys? Because I'm pretty sure I I put my time in and I owe another piece and I want to get paid for that. Right. These people, these puppeteers, pun intended. These literal mind fuck wizards wait until like the day before the movie premieres and they're like, okay, guys, no other further embargoes lifted at this time. Are are you joking me? Are you joking me? Again, the dickhead boyfriend who literally breaks up with you in PE two days before Valentine's Day. Okay. So what does this mean? This means that I'm not able to use any other materials, interviews, observations, nothing from this set visit in order to provide Fandango with a second piece, which means, drum roll, I never got paid for my second piece that I owed because technically, right, that was the, that was the deal. Once you hand it in and once it's good to go, then you're paid. So Disney straight up screwed me and I don't even know how many other writers that were there out of that by deciding last minute sorry can't use anything else godspeed movie comes out tomorrow have a grand old great ass time so scarlet honey even though our (laughs) our the money that these people screwed us out of is off by like a lot of digits many digits like the square root of pi (laughs) times three I feel you, girl. True story. Who do you think you're messing with people? But that's the thing. They think they can just do whatever they they want. That's it. That's that's it. 
So back to Scarja. I know you've heard enough about me. You're, you're over it. Here are the two conversations that are happening right now, which I'm going to briefly touch upon before I get into like the real shindig here. Okay. Number one is gender. Of course, you know, the internet loves making everything about gender. So time's up and two other organizations came out with a statement saying how much they can, how much they condone. I always mix up condemn and condone. Should I, should I Google it quick? I swear I have a journalism degree from Penn state and this is not getting edited out. So, uh, I'm literally, cause earlier I said condone. Okay. Condone. Right. Except. Okay. So condemn, uh, they're saying time's up that they can, my parents like, they listen to me and they're like, Holy shit. Penn state degree. Somebody kill me. Okay. You don't even know some of the shit that comes out of this mouth. (laughs) Albeit brilliant. You know, I have my moments. Okay. So they came out with a statement saying that they completely condemn uh, this behavior from Disney because they said it was a gendered attack, right? Which I agree. Like, how dare them be little Scarlet and be like, what, like $20 million for the movie isn't enough? Fuck right off. You guys are billionaires. Also, I am blowing my chances of ever working for these people. But honestly, Scarlet is opening the floodgates because it is true. And I've talked about it. Trying to think of what episodes I talked about it in Woke Avengers and back in the Gina Carano Baby Yoda uh, episode, I talked about like how scary they are there. Okay. Like even Weinstein is shaking. Sorry, but it's true. Okay. So that's the first thing, right? Which like, is it a gendered attack? Would they do it if it was like Robert Downey Jr. or someone? I don't know. Either way, it's not cool. Like get a life. These are the biggest power players in media. They are so, they are, they're so powerful. They have so much influence. And so really, like really, really, you have to throw her under the bus. Like she hasn't done enough. And I'll say too, from being on the set of this movie and talking to her, she, this girl has put her heart and soul into this movie. She talked about how many years went into having her own standalone movie. Don't quote me. I can't remember if she was an executive producer because I get all my shit at this point with these celebrities mixed up. But the point is she put her blood, sweat, tears, and hotness. Okay. Into this movie. And they are like literally just not they're annihilating her okay with their words also like who in their right mind i need to know this is a big machine we're dealing with i've dealt with publicists with literally z-listers who had a one-time cameo on dance moms and even their button ups what high up attorney publicist i don't even give a shit let this statement from disney throwing her under the bus slide need an answer So the other reason that people are making this about gender is because they're pissed, right? That people in the Marvel universe aren't coming to her defense, like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Pratt. It goes on and on, right? And people have argued, you know, when, I don't know if you guys remember, I stand by it to this day, justice for Chris Pratt. But when Chris Pratt came under fire because he was part of this church, poor boy is trying to hug a Bible, hug a tree and move on with his life. But no, everyone had a shit bit because apparently the church had a reputation or ties of being anti LGBTQ. Like, oh my God, just let the man live his goddamn life and give Jesus a kiss. Good Lord. But when that happened, a lot of the co-stars came to his defense. Zoe Saldana, 
uh, Robert Downey Jr. posted a whole thing, right? Which I don't know. This whole thing, this is always a conversation with Marvel. Like, why aren't people coming to their defense? And I feel torn about it. I mean, part of me is like, look, even though like I'm one outspoken hoe, not everyone has to speak out about everything. Let them live their lives. Like, do I think it's the right thing to do? I mean, clearly, yeah. Like, you know, here I am setting a torch to bridges left, right, and sideways in order to speak the truth. But, you know, I think it's the right thing to do, you know, but I don't think everyone is obligated to be some crusader and speak up always for the right thing when it comes to business. Do you know what I mean? But on the other side of that is something that you have to acknowledge is that, you know, with Chris Pratt, that was him, you know, them defending his character, right? This standing up for her would essentially mean like, sit on my middle finger, Disney, and do a teacup ride on it and swirl on it forever. Like they would have to go against the studio that's made them fortunes. And let's not lie. They don't, they don't want to do a Pirates of the Caribbean ride right now, which is the hands down best ride at Disney. If you so much as cross me, I will cut you. But they're not trying to rock that boat. Okay. We're going to get into self-interest. We're going to ride down that canal in a little bit. You just wait. Okay. And the other, the other conversation right now is people are, and this is like, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to breeze through this part because this is like kind of the part that I find boring, but the logistics of streaming in a post COVID world, right. Versus going to the movies. So people now are wondering like, oh my God, what's going to happen is because normally what would happen is if a movie comes out in the, uh, in person, they have three months then until they put it on streaming. And this is where Disney went rogue and did it all at once. You see what I'm, you catch my drift here. Also, it's worth noting, uh, you guys remember when Wonder Woman 84 that, oh, I hate saying it because I love Patty Jenkins and gal and the whole cast and the concept, but like oh, straight up trash movie. But if you remember when that came out on HBO max, what happened was, I think it's Warner brothers. Um, I was on that set too. Let's not forget war with Chris, P <laughs> Chris Pines, fanny back. Uh, Warner brothers gave the stars, uh, combined $200 million more, uh, in deals to compensate to avoid this mess. So Disney, again, they just like went their own way, you know, go your own way, but not in like a cute Stevie Nicks kind of way. Like again, just going rogue. So this is where people are wondering, obviously these studios are greedy, right? And they don't care about ruffling feathers or screwing over their stars. So people are wondering, wait a minute, does the star not have as much impact? I mean, I don't know. This is a question I throw out to you in the crowd, but does the star not have as much of an impact? Are studios more concerned with the intellectual property, with the actual movie, with the, you know, the creative part of it versus the face of it, right? Whereas other people argue, Scar someone like Scarlett Johansson brings value and brings audiences, aka consumers, aka money to the movie. So this is going to be an ongoing dialogue if studios are just like, F you, move on and have a good day. I mean, I don't know. It's like, are they seeing these stars as disposable now? Which is, I'm sure has these stars shaking in their little ass boots because they're over here thinking they're, you know, they're all that and a bag of cooler ranch, which I just treated myself to today, um, you know, to, to <laughs> celebrate getting the shot. Do you guys remember cooler ranch? Like how fire? Oh my God. Never forget. Talk about middle school, but like the good part of it. And so 
Yeah, that's something that's going to be going on from now on, this dialogue. I mean, we will see. We will see. Okay, and there's another thing here, talking about the studio's greed, right? Is that they are so concerned with growing their subscription base. Yeah, Disney Plus getting more powerful. That this is like messed up, but I saw this in a couple pieces. That they are doing whatever they can, hence you know, putting Black Widow on blast on Disney Plus instead of having people go to the movie theater and hiding behind the pandemic, like using the pandemic as an excuse and acting like they're so cathartic and thinking about us being like, we're making it safe for you to watch it from home. Bitch, you know, this shit is all about money. Have I not told you? Have I not Oh my gosh, we're going to get into it in a little bit in the end. But like you thought Cardi B was money obsessed? Sweetheart, she is child's play compared to these people, okay? Now, lucky for you, I have another little story, okay? Just to show you like how much these people act in self-interest. I will never forget this. So right now, this man named Bob, like (laughs) you pick a guy out of Hollywood, his name is either Chris or Bob. Just give it a go and your odds are good, okay? So this man named Bob is running Disney. But before this Bob, it was Bob Iger. You've probably heard the name. Now, before COVID, I was at an event And Bob Iger spoke. I believe that they were kind of revealing. I think it was like an Emmys for your consideration. If you're like, what the hell, bitch? Right before award season, different shows and studios will throw events. So that way people voting for these awards, like critics, et cetera, will have them in mind, right? And I, I, I think that this was something for Disney. They were uh, announcing a new lineup. Carrie Washington was there. Obviously, Disney owns ABC, her work with Scandal. But I believe Little Fires Everywhere was some, I don't know, some other project she was doing was under the Disney umbrella. There was a lot of people there, right? Okay. And Bob Iger spoke at this event. And I will never forget He's an old white guy. Okay. Your average, you know, Santa without the belly. And he was giving this whole speech to this crowd. I mean, Carrie Washington is a few rows in front of me all about how we need to bring women and especially women of color into leadership roles here at Disney. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you could do it right now. You know, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. You're literally sitting here staring Kerry Washington in the face and saying this. Well, then hire her to do it. It's just such a joke. I mean, you guys are not, you know, you know, the virtue signaling is nothing new, but I just will never get over that story because it's like, right, you don't want to sacrifice your position to actually do what you say. And round and round we go. It's a small world after all, but really not because all these fuckers are the same. Okay. So here's what this is really about, guys. Here's what this is all really about. Greed. I think this is about greed on some level. And I'm not always saying it's in a bad way, but I think that we need to start acknowledging that maybe all of us, especially these people in Hollywood, we like money. We like money. Now, let me just say, I think that ScarJo is entitled to every single penny. 
every single penny of what was in her contract. And I do not blame her at all for going after Disney because you know why? They'll get away with this shit again and again and again. And I have to tell you, when everything happened with me at Fandango, I kind of swept it under the rug. And that's a regret that I have. Granted, it wasn't millions. It was a couple hundred bucks. But I thought to myself, you know, what's a couple hundred bucks to like rock the boat with them? It's not worth it. And I really wish that I had stood up for myself like she's doing because it's, you know, I talk a lot about standing up to the powers that be at this show in the show. But when push comes to shove and you're in the moment at the end of the day, it's not always as easy. So I give her main props. I think she deserves every single little nickel. Okay. But here's the thing. People in Hollywood love to pretend that they're about something else. And this is where I think that people in America, especially right now, have a disconnect with them and get pissed because, and I hate to make this political and I can't stand the two party system. Like that also can join the circle jerk that will be in purgatory until the end of time. Like you guys know, I think it's trash, but I'm just going to call it out for what it is right now. Okay. Scarlett Johansson has talked about um, her liberal values. I will say she has said that the system like the liberal party has been trash and is broken in the last few years, which definitely is valid. But she, among with 99.99999% of Hollywood, preached these liberal um, values, right? I even remember when Biden was elected, she, she said something in an interview, like, what a sigh of relief. Like, I could finally breathe again. You know, we can move on and be unified. Okay, so she's not shy about it, is my point, right? But this is why I think people are like, well, which is it? Because, and this is generalizing here, but liberal values, especially in Hollywood, they tend to stand for, you know, help out the little man, you know, which is great. I think in ways that we should do that. Right. But they're all about like preaching all day long, you know, share the assets, share the wealth, help people not as fortunate. And so here you are banging on Disney's door, you know, for $50 million. And I think that's where people are like, oh, wait, come again. I thought that you didn't care. I thought you wanted to share the wealth. I thought money wasn't that you know, wasn't that important. And if you do have it, share it with those less fortunate than you. Do you know what I mean? So that's, that's something right there where I think it's hypocritical. It is because she's not the only star right now since this happened, who apparently is going to go after Disney's ass. Now, apparently we don't know this for sure, but Emma Stone, who was in Cruella, same kind of situation with the streaming and Emily Blunt, who was just in Jungle Cruise that came out. Same thing. Both hardcore liberal. Not I don't want to say hardcore, but I did my research and they both have said things here and there that, you know, preach uh, liberal values. Right. Which is fine. But they apparently are, quote, thinking about going after, you know, Disney in the same way to get their coin. And it's like, this is the point, you guys. And this, and when I say you guys, I mean the Emma's, the Emily's, the Scar. Like, this is where people look at you and roll their eyes because you're, you're, you're over here, you know, talking about helping, helping the little guy. Like I said, those less fortunate. And in the same breath, going after X amount of more millions that you are entitled to. But here's my problem. Don't pretend to be something you're not. I. On the other hand, I have no problem admitting 
Money is great. I love a lot of it. I love it to help people too. Capitalism is my friend. Okay. But I'm not lying about it. I'm not pretending to be one thing and then acting in another way. So that is the difference. Like, let's quit pretending that it's something it is not. Okay. It's truth day. Hard. I'm just saying. And it also bugs the shit out of me. And I'm not going to lie to you. This is uh, talking with friends in the industry about it. A lot of people were like, you're rich enough. Like you're going to go after the extra, you know, however many millions Uh, to me, it's not even about that. Like I said, yes. I don't care if you're going after them for five cents, like Taylor Swift did that one time. I don't care. Like I said, every penny or 10th of a penny you should get. To me, it's not about that, especially after you're going after Disney, which is worth billions and billions and billions and, you know, can almost pay for Stormy Jenner's Webster, whatever her name is, birthday party this year. Okay. So let's get that straight. Oh, and speaking of women making their money, this is how too I want to show you like how deep and powerful and influential this incestual Disney train runs also this week funny enough when this was all going on with scar joe it was it came out that reese witherspoon (laughs) so i'm sorry if i'm stumbling on my words today it's because bill gates's vaccine is like in the membranes of my brain cells so i'm trying and i'm drugging for you but okay so reese witherspoon sold her uh production company for $900 million. But here's what I thought was funny. The company that she sold it, can you imagine $900 million? $900 million. Like what a go. Goals for days. And I have met her too. I may have showed you the footage. It was at the Wrinkle in Time junket with Oprah and Mindy Kaling. And Reese Witherspoon couldn't be any sweeter if she tried. She literally could not. And I was wearing this mini skirt and I was like, I'm going to flash you like showing her my whole puss. And she's like, that's okay. I'm like, can I just be in your bralette for the end of time? Cutest person. But here's what I thought was funny. The company that she sold this to is now run by two former Disney execs. (laughs) Guys, they are everywhere. If you thought Fauci was in your pillow, (laughs) I have news for you. He's got something coming. Okay, because anyone who's ever worked at Disney is in every crevice of your household at all times. You've been warned. So now we've come to the end of our time together. And before I wrap quickly, I also want to say to you guys, because it's on theme for today with everyone and actually last week's app with Benifer. And every time I see a photo shoot on my feed of the milestone of every time your child literally hiccups. Okay. Everybody is shameless. So I'm going to do something a little shameless right now. You guys know, I love to entertain you and, you know, help you think about things in a new way and spit the truth. And so, you know, and connect us all in a kumbaya moment. Like we're all at the strip club throwing dollars together. And so all I ask of you is one thing, because I know that we communicate via DMs, comments, sex, like you name it, you know, carrier pigeons. There is no limits to how we, this community communicates. Okay. That is a lot of alliteration, but I do have to ask if you would please rate, 
subscribe and comment. Look, I don't even know the logistics. Basically, go on to Apple Podcasts, write up some fire reviews. It's all I ask of you because you know what? Like on the theme of being shameless, you know, I'm trying to take the shiz to the next level and the people out there, like, you know, they care about that kind of stuff. I know like we're, uh, we're not, you know, we are, have, we're not as narrow minded, but you know, what I talk about all the time, how people are tied to the numbers and this, that, and the other thing, the bottom line guys is they like to see it. So if you could throw me a little love on there, well, I will just be indebted to you until the end of time. Okay. So that actually goes in perfect to my closing. Because I think that people in Hollywood, ScarJo, whoever it may be, if Emily Blunt or Emma Stone, whoever ends up going after these studios, guys, just own it. Just, and we are like, what's it, Taylor? It is that you want money. You want money, but you preach about other values. And look, it's okay. It, oh, it's, oh, whoa, there we go. A little encore action from my phone. Do you guys have, like how I always go over my timer, zero chill. But that's the thing, just own it. Because I feel like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, whether it be Bob Iger, whether it be Disney, whether it be ScarJo, no matter who, I don't care if it's Mickey fucking Mouse, okay? Everybody at the end of the day acts in what will advance them and in their own self-interest. So just own it. Let's stop acting like it's something it's not. Okay. And put that in your Pinocchio ass pipe and smoke it.